0: Welcome to Football
1: on the Rocks, where we pour ourselves a glass and help you dominate the fantasy football competition. During the season, we will recap the action for the week, identify targets to stock up on, and targets to pour out, discuss our weekly positional rankings, and give you our DraftKing DFS picks of the week. So grab your glass, maybe put some rocks in it, and join three fantasy football experts and whiskey enthusiasts every week as we help you salvage your draft, win your league, and fight for the millionaire. Hello and welcome to Football on the Rocks. I am Joe Nehoff, your host. I am joined tonight by my lovely brother, Bobby, up in Minnesota. Bobby, why don't we start off with what we got in our class tonight?
0: Uh, so tonight, I, I had you pick a number one through eight when I first started here tonight. And you didn't know what you were doing. Uh, so a couple, about a week and a half or so ago, I went and I, I called it, uh, I went hunting. And I, I found myself with hunting. some spare time down in Minneapolis. And that's where I find a lot of my crawlers for my wall. And so I went around town. And instead of just finding, like, oh, I know this brewery, I like this beer, I went hunting for the design of the can. Okay. Don't care what's in it. I just wanted the cool-looking cans. But I thought, this will also help me to, like, not just buy IPAs all the time. Yeah, you'll
1: branch out a little bit.
0: Right, exactly, like I should. And uh, so I ended up grabbing, you picked, what number did you pick? Six? Six, number six. I picked, uh, and I grabbed uh, a sweater weather. It's called, it's a uh, Porter from Broken Clock Brewing Co-op and it has three little ducks on it, two normal ducks and one gray duck Okay. and they're wearing sweaters (laughs) and I thought what a fantastic can. I'm buying this for the can design, little duck, duck, gray duck, Minnesota style. And uh, I'm going to be opening this up in a few minutes here. So uh, I will let you know how it is. Uh, it's just a standard porter. It doesn't say any, like, flavor, not like a coconut porter, like you see a lot of times, especially this time of year, um, or anything like that. So we'll, we'll get into this in a few minutes, and I'll let you know what's happening.
1: Very nice. I like it.
0: Uh, speaking of can designs, I got kind of a
1: funny story about that I forgot to mention um, when we were in Minnesota last So when we were last in Minnesota, my mother-in-law came with us. And um, our father, Bobby's idea here of these cans and finding cool-looking cans is probably related to the fact that he's trying to build his can collection um, that he is following kind of in the footsteps of our father. It was 1,000% what's happening. Yep, who did something very, very similar. Had so many cans of different beers growing up. You know, it was kind of cool to see. But anyway, so Bobby's doing all that. Well, dad had these three cans that were all old school women in lingerie. (laughs) So I told Penny, one of them happened to be named Penny. The can, like underneath it said the lady's name. And underneath the can, it said Penny. I'm like, oh, my God, Penny. There's this can that's named Penny. You have to take a picture with it. But I showed her the opposite side, <laughs> which is like a normal picture or whatever, and I had her hold that side facing her with the picture of the woman in lingerie facing me, <laughs> and I snapped a nice photo for her. And you know she's now in photo world out there with us. Um, that I have her hostage of holding a can with a woman half naked on it <laughs> and smiling. Named Penny, of all things. So it was kind of funny. But, yeah, Bobby, I, th- I like the idea. I'm, I'm glad and proud of you for branching out beyond your sugar beers to try some other stuff. So probably but not a bad thing. Every now you. and then I have a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm drinking tonight some Eagle Rare. A very good bottle for those that uh, are just looking for a nice, easy drink. It's fairly inexpensive. Uh, honestly, I think it, it's probably, like, one of the best prices for the bourbon that you're getting. Um, it used to be a little bit more expensive, kind of went through a, a quick piece where it was really cheap, and it's been so cheap, it's been kind of hard to find, because people are buying it's about $40, $45 a bottle, depending on where you get your bottles from. Um, but anyway, uh, I enjoy it, uh, very good, and of course, uh, you're going to hear some <laughs> noises in the background tonight, coming from my wife. She's sitting here watching, uh, I guess this is the, the Olympics, the snowboarding um, half pipe I think is what they call it. Yeah. As they the, go down and make the, jumps and the tricks.
0: The females doing their yeah, doing their tricks. And of tonight. course
1: the first 3 people that have gone down that we've watched have all fallen. And every time you hear she tries to be quiet but it's
0: like oh, oh, oh. you know like she just did
1: that. She got the not get her but oh my god. You know just you can't help it. Um she's drinking the campfire which uh High West I think campfire we've talked about that one in the past very good. It tastes literally like a campfire, and for whatever reason, that is, like, one of
0: her favorite ones that we so there's, like, a
1: little smokiness to it and stuff? Oh, yeah, it's a smokiness. You got to get that. Well, it's hard to find, Bobby, that yeah. bottle is. Um, so maybe the next time you come down here, you can try it, or you just go find a bottle of your own. Um, it's, you know, it's a little bit more pricey than the Eagle Rare, but it's a yeah. pretty good bottle. So
0: awesome. how long have you been in your new place now,
1: Joe? Uh, what would you say, about a year and a half? September will be two years. Yeah, a little bit over a year and a half.
0: So it's been about two and a half years then since I've been down there at least.
1: Yeah. So it sounds like you got so, to plan a trip. So we're,
0: we're overdue. We're overdue for a trip down.
1: Yeah. Sounds like you're coming. Oh, God. All right. Well, Brittany is in the middle. She's about to I bet on this next one right here. Watch. Oh, that's an easy jump. She can't fall on that. Yeah, she's, she's trying to just get a good number on the board. She doesn't care what kind of trick she does.
0: I think they get, like, two or three runs at this. Yes, they and do. only their best score counts, so yeah. those people have another shot. Four,
1: yeah. Yep, so the people that get a second chance, they try to – their first run's good. Their next one, they try to really get some points off, and they fall. But anyway, all right, let's talk about football. That's what we're here for, right? Football yeah. on the rocks. Well, we talked about the we rocks. we
0: talked about the rocks. Now no, let's, let's
1: talk, talk about, about football. football. Maybe yeah. we
0: should have named it on the rocks football.
1: I don't know. Maybe not.
0: No, that doesn't make sense, Joe.
1: I guess I agree. That doesn't really make sense at all. It's kind of a stupid comment, but I'm prone to those sometimes. All right, we got a big game coming up, Super Bowl. Anybody else excited? I mean, it's just a, it's like the best Sunday of the year,
0: the biggest of games.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it literally is one of the best Sundays of the year. The oh, only yeah. one that that mirrors close to it for me is maybe the Masters Tournament, but. Sunday, yeah. nothing else, uh, but football. Yeah, but
0: but the Masters is not just the single day tournament. You know True, what I mean? It is like, a week long the, thing. Yeah, the, the whole week is a whole is a whole thing. But Masters Sunday, there's something special about Masters Sunday.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's like springtime. Everybody's loving the the weather. I mean, it's just there's so yeah. many great things about it. But let's yeah. get into this football game. So uh, we'll talk a little bit DraftKings because I think that's what everybody's about. Um, as far as this time of year goes, when it comes to just picking your squads, um, as far as DraftKings goes, I think we, Bobby, you and I discussed this early. It's really pretty simple, you have to pick and hopefully pick the highest scoring player in your captain's seat in order yeah. to have a chance.
0: Yeah, right? that, that's typically, I mean, it's hard to grab that guy that like a defense or a kicker. I, I always see people throw those guys into. Um, the the captain spot to save a little money and be able to pay up to get some of those other guys that you might not otherwise be able to get when you're spending, you know, 1600 on Matthew Stafford for your captain spot. Yep. Um, But the difference that's made up by Stafford in your captain spot, he's scoring 40, 50, 60 points if he's going off and being the highest-scoring player of the day okay. versus – Versus him only getting, you know, 30 points for you. And then your defense getting, you know, 20 points because they get that point, point, uh, five bonus sort of thing in the that spot. And that difference made is not significant enough.
1: I agree. I agree. And, um, a couple of things to note here on those like the defenses, when I've seen the defensive teams, and I actually did really good a few weeks back. Uh, It was like Saints versus Dolphins. Like one of the last couple weeks of the season, I did one of those like $5, you know, do this game kind of thing. And I ended up winning like 300 bucks. The reason why I won 300 bucks is because I took like 15th place or something like that out of however many thousand people. Um, But I picked both defenses and I had one of the defense in the primary spot. But the score of that game was like, nine to six so that game naturally the highest scoring players were the defenses right so i think you gotta look at this and you know kind of figure out what kind of teams are in the super bowl today what do we expect and i don't know about you but i i do expect a fairly high scoring game both teams in the 20s i would think at a minimum uh and some that could be, you know, a little bit more of even a bigger <laughs> blowout or not a blowout, but a bigger score than, than say that, what do you but, think about this? Game I mean,
0: the over under is at 48 and a half. Um, I'm going over if I'm a, if I'm throwing down a bet on the game, yep. I don't see this being that type of a low scoring, um, uh, 15 to 18 kind of a game, uh, and nothing like that. Yeah. The kickers will be involved on both ends. um, and I think it's going to be the difference maker, honestly, um, is going to be that that special teams aspect. Both of these defenses are playing at their top level right now. Both of these offenses are, are cooking. And so uh, I, I really do think that it's going to come down to some special teams. And I, I'm leading Cincinnati. Um, if I am going to be betting, the, the line right now is four and a half, plus four and a half to Cincinnati, I would be – on that side of the bets really Um, yeah I wouldn't be
1: only because I mean I think that uh Burrow might be just too young to understand the type of pressure that this is bringing um so he might be to a point where he's so young that it really doesn't matter (laughs) like he's not even thinking things you know so that could be the case but uh, you know I think the the veteran presence that is on the LA Rams you know, in my opinion, I totally understand the, the plus four rating like that to me, you know, makes sense. But let me talk real quickly about Super Bowls past. Right. Just to kind of give you an idea of what to expect in these games. So the last couple of years, there's really only been one or two games that have been held under like thirty nine points. Um, so last year was a 40 point total Tampa Bay versus KC. Tampa Bay's defense basically shut down Kansas City. Uh, and led to a 31-9 contest. Very boring game, nothing special. Uh, The New England Patriots shut down the L.A. Rams. And again, think of that New England Patriots team from 2019. Uh, Very solid defense came in and shut down the Rams, 13-3 in that game. Um, And then pretty much every other Super Bowl since, let's see if I go all the way up here, 2000. I'm going to keep going, 2008 eight pretty much every other Super Bowl from that has been 40 points plus fairly high scoring games um, which is you know if I'm expecting what I think in this one you have a defense in the Bengals that is okay they're not world beaters but they show up when they need to right you have a defense in the Rams that is above average I would say but have been known to you know what did they give up to last week to um, San Francisco, twenty some odd points.
0: Right,
1: you know that they've been known to give up they're, points against. Right, they're like not Jimmy Garoppolo. You
0: know, right. well, come on,
1: right, right. So I think this is going to be a fairly high-scoring game. I get my prediction is something along the lines of like thirty-four to twenty-eight, something in that realm is what I think that this game could be. So yeah. I'm probably not going to have any defense on my team. Which means I'm gonna to have to pick some value guys to really spread it out, and I and and I like in this example. If you look at the uh, captain seats here, the most expensive captains is uh, Cooper Cup and Stafford. I would prefer not to have to pay up for both of those guys or any of those guys. Um, Burrows next, and then Chase is at fifteen six hundred. But I want to make a quick point on on something. Is a guy that I'm probably gonna have in my captain seat. Uh, And that person is T Higgins. And the reason why I'm making this point to you is Jamar chase more likely will be followed um, a good bit by Ramsey in the game. Yeah. I think the Rams will be winning. So Cincinnati will be coming from behind and T Higgins is no slouch to getting a massive amount of work. Okay. So he's had targets of 10 and nine in the, in the last two playoff games. Uh, No touchdowns in those games, but touchdowns can be a big difference maker. Throughout the season, he's had fantasy point weeks where he scored 46 points against Baltimore in Week 16, 31 points against the Chargers in Week 13, and 26 points against Pittsburgh in Week 12. So he's had some big point weeks, uh, and this is just – it feels like to me that – it's one of those opportunities where, where he could absolutely be that person. So, for me, my captain shares T. Higgins. He's eleven four, which gives me an average of about 7,500 for our, every player afterwards. So, I can still go and get, like, a Cooper Cup just to have him on my team. Um, from there, I can go with, like, even a, a, a Boyd if I want a Tyler Boyd. He's only 5,400. Uh, if I want to get a little bit fancy and try to, you know, save a little bit of money on some other players, uh, maybe I go with like a Cam Akers if he's going to play and have some, some real time on the field. Heck, maybe even OBJ if I want OBJ out there, and that still leaves me with my last player, you know, around the six thousand range, which you know can vary between a lot of different guys. You want to mix it up a little bit. Maybe I take like McPherson, the kicker for Cincinnati, since he has been a rock star in the playoffs. Hasn't had under 15 points in the three games. In fact, he hasn't under, had under 11 points in the last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven weeks. That's nuts. In the last 10 weeks,
0: he's only had one week under 11 points, and that was five against the Chargers. Yeah. I mean, it. it's hard to have a ton of superstar kind of guys on your team, yep. but uh, because we're – especially because we're saying, like, you got us pay up a little bit. Yep. um and be able to to have somebody solid in that top spot but yeah since week 12 as you were saying beckham has two games under 10 points since week 12 <laughs> Like it's so basically,
1: basically since he was traded to the Rams. Well, yeah, since he was cut and picked up. Yeah, yeah it's true. He's cut and picked up. Yeah. So yeah, that's a great point. I mean, again, you're so, and he's a value. I mean, for if you're looking at his peer price, I mean, even if you want to go with him in your captain's seat, that's not a terrible idea. He's he's a little bit above uh, Higgins in that price, but but again, you know. 8,400 for him, and you're looking at, you know, an average of what, 12 points out of a guy like him. Yeah, you're, you're going to be pretty
0: happy. Yeah, you're, you're going to be sitting really solid. So I a think
1: there's a lot of guy. options on how to build teams, which is always the interesting part here. But, but do you have a guy that you really think is going to be the top scorer, the whole thing that you want to make sure you got in your squad?
0: Um, guy that I'm really looking at, I think Stafford's going to, I'm right at the top of the price point there. Um, it's going to be a quarterback, I really think. is it, it, So I'm looking at Stafford or Burrow. Um, you know, and as you look, we'll talk about some prop bets here in a little bit, but looking at, like, basically you want your captain to be the Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, 100%. You know, yep. and it's more than likely, to your point, with, uh, with Ramsey going to be on chase. It's going to be a fun matchup to watch all game long. But a rookie wide receiver is not going to be the Super Bowl MVP. I, it very unlikely, I should say. Like I don't see that happening. And he's a plus twenty two hundred to win that. Matthew Stafford, he's a plus one hundred five to win the Super Bowl MVP. He's the he's the leader uh, according to FanDuel um, in terms of the most likely player to be that MVP. Burrow is plus two thirty. Cooper Cup plus seven hundred. Um, And so looking at those different things, um, give me the guy that's more likely going to be that MVP. I'm going to try to grab Stafford for that, but I don't hate pivoting to Joe Burrow um, at 5,900. You save 300 and you're able to uh, grab some uh, other players when it comes to that end of your bench kind of guys. Yeah,
1: I, I agree. Now I, I'm the opposite of you. I think the reason why I like having a wide receiver in that spot is they just get points easier, if that makes sense. So, you know, like don't get me wrong, the quarterback's throwing the ball, but if I throw a 50 yard touchdown pass to Cooper Cup, and I'm Stafford, the points I get compared to the points that Stafford that uh Cooper Cup is getting is really not that close. Right. Sure. So you don't have to have as much involvement or as many touchdowns. You could have a top wide receiver scoring and your wide receiver not score a touchdown. Yeah. He could be the best player in the whole thing and not score a touchdown in the game. So I like having them just more consistency out of the top player. And even with that being said, if I can find a way to make a team with Cooper cup and still have a couple other guys in my lineup that I think can score some points. I will probably be all over that. You know, because yeah. realistically, if we're thinking of a guy that's going to, you know, get the ball, find ways to get in the ball, et cetera, I mean, they've proven over and over and over again. There's really – I mean, let's just take a look at Cooper Cup's, uh season so far. His lowest point total for the season in one week is 11. 11.
0: That's not a lot. No.
1: If I take out his three lowest point totals, listen to this. He has 11, 16, 17, and then 18. So if I take out his four lowest, his next lowest point total in a game this season is 20.5. Wow. Wow. Right? His two games that they've played in the playoffs, or three games in the playoffs, I'm sorry. Three games in the past. He had 17 against Arizona. Okay. That game, they won, by the way, 34 to 11. So it was not really that close. Yeah. Then in the two close games that they had, 35.3 and 40 fantasy points.
0: Yeah. So uh, Cooper Cup is a guy that, depending on. You want him on your team, especially for this game. He's he's going to ball out. He's been balling out lately in this playoff, especially the last two games. He's kind of exposing some of the things that are going on there. He's probably going to be double the good chunk of the game, but you can't do that all game long with, with Beckham on the other side, and he will get his licks in. Um, now, if you put him in the captain spot, you're needing 52 points from him with that one, uh, 1. 1.5. Uh, bonus that's about thirty five points um or so I believe if my math is right because if it because his price otherwise is uh eleven six eleven thousand six hundred that would be about thirty five points for him to pay off at that point at that yep. price point yep um which he can do he can get it done it's just a matter of uh is that gonna happen this week? I I'm I'm on that, but that is one way that you can be a little bit different and
1: sure. And that's uh, what I'm saying. Like so ninety percent of people will probably own Cooper Cup on their team. If you look at the millionaire game, ninety percent of people will probably have him on his team, which means a very low number will not have him. But how many of that percentage is gonna have him in the top tier, right? As as the captain's chair, so to speak. And they're going to get an extra, you know, point and a half or half a point compared to the other people. That can make a big difference if he has a blowout week. So right. I, it's hard, right? That's why and, they, they price these really good when they make these games. Right. It really is quite hard. Um, but I do think they've done a good job of creating the right um, type of options. And again, you're looking at so many players. Uh, that can really be pretty good for you. Let's real quick talk about some cheap guys, and then we'll kind of move on to this portion of our podcast.
0: Yeah. So so Um, I've already
1: mentioned if I'm looking at just, again, finding ways to get those really more expensive players on my team. I've already mentioned McPherson. He's only 4,000. He's definitely somebody that is on my radar as a fairly inexpensive player that I would target. Uh, Is there anybody you kind of have on your radar that you might look at, Bob?
0: Well, one thing that I'm definitely paying attention to, at least, is the tight ends. Both these guys have some injury things go on went on in their last game with Uzama going down really early in the last game. Higby, same kind of thing. He got hurt um, in the championship game. They did have that extra time to to uh, rest up and everything. So, looking at the guys right underneath them is interesting. My dog is eating stuff, so I gotta get it from his mouth. Hold <laughs> on,
1: stop it! <laughs> oh my goodness!
0: Oh, I just went into my dog's throat and pulled out baby wipes. That was fun. That sounds terribly exciting. But I got him before he ate them, so he doesn't have to shit them out later. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> analysis, while also doing tracheotomies here there you go uh, um, so i am keeping an eye there's not a huge price difference there between like higby back up there's blanton um same thing in cincinnati looking at the uh, sample there's about a 200 dollars difference uh in their prices but if you if uh uzama doesn't go there is the possibility of uh, some of these really super cheap guys, Wilcox at tight end, um, being a possibility to get onto the field, do a little bit of something. He's only 200 bucks. Um, and so with somebody like that, you're able to add a bigger name guy onto your roster and have a little bit of a, you, know, you can have Cam Akers with Higgins Cup staff, you can have a big roster there. And then Wilcox, the path, just needs like a catch. A, yeah. He needs to do one thing. I mean, that's a good point. Now that's something
1: I was gonna mention too. So I'm glad you went down that path. But you can really you can make a team where you have, you know, maybe the top four scorers and then two guys that are 200 bucks each. Right. If either of them somehow fall into a touchdown, you're probably gonna have one of the best teams, if not the best team. Right. 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 Yeah, and, but that's hard to do, and it's, it's almost hard to impossible do. to predict. So, just looking at, you know, pay attention, like you said, the injury reports, who's going to play, who's not going to play. Those things will help mm-hmm. give you an idea. Um, Skoronek for uh, LA Rams, he's somebody that's at 600, he's gotten literally zero points a ton so far this season. So, don't right. plan on anything with him, but he did drop a touchdown last in their last game. Um, just as a, as a note, he was available, open, and dropped it uh, in that game. So he's involved in some way, shape, or form in uh, yeah. the Rams' offense. And that was his lone target, by the way, of the game. Uh, so something else to keep in mind.
0: So one uh, thing to, to really do pay attention to is uh, that the Rams have cam acres, and they also have this, like – L acres? Yeah, landed acres yeah if you um, look at the pictures, I
1: don't think you'll make a mistake.
0: I don't think you'll make a mistake, plus, they play different positions, yeah, but like acres looks like uh Cooper cup's little brother who can't grow a beard, oh, the l Akers or whatever' his name is, <laughs> yeah Landon got it. like just you got some shaggy hair, just like you know clean shaven face or whatever I don't know <laughs> that, that's just the vibe that I got from him when I looked at his picture yep um so just a couple of different strategies be aware of and try and figure out what you're gonna do there
1: yeah makes sense. Good deal. Well, I don't think there's a whole lot more for us to discuss on this game. I hope, uh, no. if nothing else, we added some some info and gave you some value in trying to pick and decide what you want your team to look like for uh, this upcoming week for the Super Bowl. Hope everybody's got their parties lined up, ready to rock and roll, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So, well, while we wrap up the show tonight, I want to talk about a few things. Well, I guess not even wrapping up well, yet, Bob, you said some prop bets.
0: Yeah, a couple. I was going to say FanDuel, I'm on their site here looking at some of their prop bets. I went over a couple of the, uh, the props when when it comes to like betting odds on the, who's going to be the MVP. Like I said, Stafford leads the way uh, he's the most likely usually quarterbacks are again. Like I said, Joe Burrow is number two Cooper cup comes in third. Um, strangely enough. And, and kind of fun. Aaron Donald is uh, the fourth most likely on at least the yeah. list that FanDuel has. He's at plus 1800. Yeah. Um, and then it goes into March Chase and Odell Beckham. God, what a story if Beckham ends up being the MVP of this game. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'd be insane. Um, I mean, it's not out of the question. He has was, caught a lot of touchdowns. Right. He's He's been heavily involved in this offense, and he's scored a touchdown in almost every game that he's played with them, too. Yeah. So, I mean, it's you, you never know what's going to happen here. Um, you, you can bet on if a player is going to score a touchdown at any point in the game. They basically – guarantee that Cooper Cup is he's minus 190 <laughs> <laughs> so they're like yeah. oh, in order what what is that in order to win a 100 bucks you gotta bet 190
1: yes <laughs>
0: like good luck yeah <laughs> that, that's not a bet that they're gonna take too often but at the same time no
1: but like if I had a million dollars yeah I mean why not
0: <laughs> right why not put you know hundred thousand dollars down on i mean uh, not even a hundred thousand i'd
1: put put it put all of it,
0: <laughs> put, all of it down. <laughs> put everything you got man like yeah
1: he's not going to get a catch is it just one no, catch,
0: a touchdown
1: oh oh oh, oh sorry. Sorry. i thought you said a catch no, a i was like oh my god you yeah. know but yeah yeah, that, no. yeah with that, 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 maybe yeah, not so you know, much now It's like now that.
0: it's a little bit uh a little bit more and i don't even yeah yeah no, never mind yeah uh, some guys less likely, you know, Tyler Higbee, Van Jefferson, CJ Osama. They're in the plus two forties, two three hundred. Yeah. All right, well pick um, pick a
1: prop bet, Bobby. Pick a prop bet that you like that uh you wanna you wanna like have a fake odds on, and then I'll pick one and we'll see who wins the most money. Okay. Well <laughs> So we each get a hundred dollar bet, right? Fake hundred dollar bet. You pick your favorite and then I'll
0: are we putting it on like touchdown score? Because that's whatever that's what you want. I'm seeing here, um, there are all those other prop bets on like how long is the uh, anthem gonna be and how many, or who's gonna win the coin toss? Is, is the person who calls it gonna be right or wrong? You know, all kinds of stuff like that you can find. Um, we're looking at some of these bigger, uh, more kind of fun things. Um, I mean what color is the Gatorade going to be? You can yep. you could bet on that kind of stuff. So, um <clears throat> I think let's both pick a guy for the anytime touchdown score, okay? Um and we'll see who's right and who who kind of took the bigger risk essentially is is what it's looking at. So, okay. Cooper Cup -190 Uh, Cam Akers minus 130, Jamar Chase minus 110. So those are (laughs) kind of the guys that they're saying. These guys are more than likely going to score a touchdown here. Now we got Joe Mixon at plus 105. Beckham at uh, plus 110, Higgins plus 155. I'm gonna go with
1: Higgins because he was my pick earlier. So I'll okay. take Higgins if you want to go with somebody else.
0: I was gonna say Sony Michelle's at plus one seventy-five.
1: Yeah, I'll take that's- Higgins at one fifty-five and I mean you can either say you Joe, I don't think he's gonna score a touchdown and pick like Cooper Cup <laughs> and you win, basically. Or you can say, I think he could score a touchdown and you have to pick somebody that has no worse and so odds. that's
0: the thing. I'm I'm gonna go with somebody that has a little bit of uh, worse or Worse odds, I guess. Yeah, and I'm looking at Sony Michelle. You do okay plus 175. Yeah, you, I mean, um, are you under?
1: I mean, I, I'm sure Acres is going to play, but even if he does, Acres I mean, is going to play. Michelle but... could still get that goal
0: line carry, but yeah. Well, that's the thing. Sony Michelle has been in more often than Acres at the goal line. Yeah, that's like, not a bad call. And so um, that is one that I like a lot. He's been in, I think they had something about like goal-to-goal carries. Uh, He's had like five of them in the last three weeks, two weeks, Um, whereas Cam Akers only had like two. Um, And then same thing, they're on the field. He's been on the field for like eight plays versus Cam Akers being on the field for only four. Um, So when he is on the field, he's touching the ball more when they are close. So, I'm going to go that way with it. I like it.
1: I like it. Um, well, very good. All right. Well, we'll take it there. We'll leave it at that. I uh, like the prop bets ideas. That was fun. Again, there's so many things you can do during the Super Bowl. Your squares, your prop bets, all that kind of fun. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, well, let's so kind of like get friends, towards the, the end of this thing so we don't bother two people for too long while we're talking tonight. But um, a couple quick things i like to mention. First of all, congratulations to Caleb Does Fantasy. We finally had somebody claim their prize um, and uh, one that I know he was anticipating. So he was anticipating it because he's one of the guys that follow us on Twitter. And as soon as Bobby basically posted that the madness needed to respond to us by a certain day and he didn't. And Caleb does fantasy immediately was like, smiley face. I'll take it. (laughs) Yeah. You know, kind of thing. So congratulations to Caleb does fantasy. He will take it home. I am going to do this, and this is just uh, my comment coming from me. I don't think Bobby will like it. John probably will agree with me. We've been mentioning all this during our weekly podcast. Obviously, we did not have one last week. So, the Madness did not, if he only listens to us and does not follow us on Twitter, um, did not get a chance to claim his prize. So, the Madness, if you are listening, we will honor your prize as well if you contact us. This week, um, no later than say the Monday after the Super Bowl. I was okay,
0: kickoff of the Super Bowl.
1: No, I'm gonna give him the I'm gonna give him the night, the night. his hangover, you know, and whatever, and he's got a context. Basically, that's by the way, the Monday after is Valentine's Day, so um, he contacts us on that day. We'll lovingly give him a prize as well. Yeah. Um, I do want to thank a couple people that have reached out already and sent us information for the uh, koozies. Uh, answer book being one of them. He's beaten us a couple times, times. So I think he's got two or three of them coming his way. They just got completed last week. So just the FYI, if you're sitting there expecting and waiting for it to show up in the mail, it won't be there by a the super bowl, but you will have one, uh, afterwards. And I'm sure you'll enjoy it. It's a, uh, it's a cool little fun koozie and it's got a little saying on and stuff. So it's good stuff. Uh, but I, I had fun kind of, we all had fun kind of coming up with what that would look like and all that. So hoping to give those away and get some more listeners. Um, Let's talk a little bit about what we want the podcast to be during the off season. So obviously we're going to keep going. We're going to keep talking about whiskeys and bourbons and, and beers, of course. Uh, but There's a couple different ideas that uh, I've had that, you know, we're not going to say these are definites that you're going to you should expect or will be a part of it. But uh, things that uh, that we definitely like the idea of and we'll talk about. Bobby, do you have any uh, that you want to mention before I
0: dive into what what we kind of got in stores as far as down my brain? Yeah, so a couple things that we're going to be doing for sure is like uh, March first through seventh is the NFL Combine. After that, we'll we'll be putting out a podcast that next week, talk about kind of in a sense winners and losers of that. Um, we'll have some more pro day information on what's going on there. Then a couple weeks later, March sixteenth um, is when free agency actually opens up, and so it usually those big name players are claimed pretty quickly, but some linger will put something out about a week after that. Um, so there'll be about every other week in March and, uh, and such that we're going to be putting out some podcasts, some information for you guys to be able to consume from us. Um, we we're big golf fans here as well. And so I know Joe, you talked about uh, uh, doing something around when the masters is coming around, uh, talk about, some stuff there and then of course the nfl draft april 28th Uh, again going into that we might uh, have a little bit of stuff that we're going to speculate maybe talk about and then that week after again we'll we'll go through who landed where Uh, if you're in dynasty leagues we'll be talking about uh you know rookies to be targeting in your in your rookie drafts and all that kind of stuff guys that we're going to like for that next season Um, after that, then we get into the actual off season of the NFL and we'll be covering any kind of big news, probably put something out at least once or twice a month through those summer months. And then, uh, we'll come back live towards the end of, uh, July, early August, and we'll be putting out some weekly stuff. And, um, as always throw us any questions you maybe have about trades during this off season um because those that play dynasty uh there's always some more information and, and trades coming out all the time and so if you have questions reach, reach out to us either an email i've been i've been talking to some people through emails um same thing through facebook asks any questions engage with us where you got to and uh we'll be more than happy to to engage with you and let you know our thoughts on on different players and trades and what's going down this next fantasy season here.
1: Yeah. And I think to that point too, speaking of fantasy seasons, you know,
0: I'll have a couple of them where we'll talk
1: a little bit about some of the other daily fantasy sports that those of you may participate in. I do a good bit of golf hockey. I don't really do basketball, Um, but you know, there's some other stuff that's kind of fun to watch that, you know, once you move on from the fantasy football season, those that really enjoy that, uh, and responsible responsible gambling, if you want to call it that, gaming, whatever you want to call it, um, uh, do enjoy those, then you know we still have some advice on that stuff too. So hopefully it would be fun to listen to us on different sports, different games you might actually be interested in doing as well. Um, one other note I'm going to make is we've uh, we've talked a lot about having guests on the show. We hope to have as many as we can as this continues to kind of build Uh, into something bigger and better and stronger and we want to continue to do that ourselves Um, but there's a couple ideas that I have Uh, a couple of them include um, there's a few people that we know that have been through the draft process as players in the past Um, so maybe thinking about getting them involved saying hey you know what are these guys thinking that are in the in the draft process right now that going to the combine what's going through their heads what are you looking forward to you know just talking with them getting them on the show with us and discussing that with them which so look out for those shows those, those will be a lot of fun um other things that you know we'll talk to as well speaking of experts in things like sports um we'd love to and probably will get experts when it comes to things like whiskeys wines bourbons um you know, beer, you know, just anybody you can think of. Uh, We have a couple friends and family members uh, that are heavily involved in those different worlds. So we might have some during the off season that are really centered around the bourbon or the wine or whatever it might be uh, to kind of have a nice little change of pace. If you'd call it that um, for our stuff. Uh, And the last one is if we get this up and running, it would be something exciting. And I think a lot of people enjoy it. The, 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 Three of us really here at uh, Football on the Rocks have come up with a unique concept for fantasy football. Um, and if we can get it up and running, which we're hoping to do, uh, we'll undoubtedly be throwing out advertising around it and yep. giving you guys a, a different form of playing uh, the game we all love and the reason why you'll listen to it. Right. We'll,
0: we'll, we'll see get all more into that as out. it develops here.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We don't want to give away too much just yet, but uh, definitely would be kind of fun. So, well, that'll give you an idea. Hopefully, you'll enjoy those shows. We again, we're excited about it, looking forward to it, and uh, just uh, enjoy. Uh, and, and are glad that everybody listens. So
0: to to bring this all full circle from where we started, sweater weather is delicious. Um, <laughs> it's a nice brown porter, got some dark chocolate, a little bit of toffee, kind of a flavor to it okay. as well. Yeah. Um, and then there's a a little bit of hoppy finish uh, that not a ton of porters have that kind of hoppy quality usually there's a lot of like a toffee chocolate coffee kind of taste things yeah um two different like porters and stouts and such um this one does have a a solid little backbone of of some kind of hop i'm not sure exactly what's in it um but very good if you find yourself in uh minneapolis uh broken clock brewing is where i found this one out of um it's a little co-op that they have down there so Highly recommend. Good stuff. Oh, good. I like it.
1: Yeah, full circle on mine. Uh, I have about maybe a half a sip left of my uh, Eagle Rare. It's been delicious tonight. Um, But yeah, overall, uh, you know, good drink and Brittany loves her campfire. She literally came up to me in the middle of this podcast and goes, I've had like a little bit of wine and then I'm having this, this campfire and I really like the taste but I'm starting to get sleepy. <laughs> so <laughs> she is no longer awake. I'm going to have to deal with that in a little bit. But, again, well, I always enjoy these, Bobby. I'm glad that uh, we get to do these when we can. And,
0: uh, yeah, that's all I got. This is it. We'll have to get John back on. Yeah, the- eh, he will. It's, it's
1: tax season. It's busy.
0: Yeah, that's true. He's doing the important things like paying for his rent on his house. Mm
1: otherwise called a mortgage but some people call it rent you know
0: yeah well it's all the same
1: that's correct it is potato 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 (laughs) potato potato. that's right Uh, all right right, well have a good night you got any
0: final uh you know stuff before we go here bob uh so what are you looking for like a final toast yeah do you got one tonight a final toast to the to the end of of everything here yeah, let one. me let me see yeah. what I can come up with really fast. Um, so I googled the final toast really quick, uh, and um, there's women in dresses, and I don't know how a final toast gets women in dresses. <laughs> so I was okay. like, did I did I did I write something incorrectly? Yeah, I was very very confused. Yeah, so I don't have. To Women in Dresses.
1: Okay, and that'll be it. (laughs) That could be the title of our podcast. To Women in Dresses for some reason. No. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, have a good night. I enjoyed it. All right, bye. Bye. bye.